You're listening to the Above Target Sales Podcast, delivering insights into the sales process hosted by Stephen Croft. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Above Target Sales Podcast. My name is Stephen Croft and I'm your host. I'm a sales professional with over 10 years experience working in sales. On today's episode, I'm joined by Clayton Navarro. He's got some great stories about his previous sales experience to tell. And uh, today he's talking all about selling massage chairs. So here we go. Hey, Clayton Navarro, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. You've been on a couple of episodes now and I've got some uh, pretty good feedback. Got a lot of downloads on some of your previous episodes. So one of the episodes we did was about impulse factors. Um, can you give me a quick rundown on impulse factors again? Ah, oh, impulse factors. It's basically what you use to increase the impulse or the excitement of one of your well, the person you're trying to sell to. So that could be fear of loss, urgency, greed, indifference, or power of suggestion, or using the Jones effect, the sheep factor. Yeah, cool. Good stuff. So anybody listening right now, if you want to know more about that, there is a whole episode on that. Just have a look through the podcast list and you can find that one. And then uh, the second episode was about selling phone plans in a supermarket. Tell me a little (laughs) bit about that one. Oh gosh, yes, the good old days back when I used to walk around and look look at people in the supermarket. They got their head down with their shopping trolley, and you just stop them, and all of a sudden sell them a phone plan, and they're in. They pay two thousand dollars over a two year period. It was fantastic. It, if you can do that, you can sell ice to Eskimos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one thing I remember was was some of the techniques you'd get to talk to people, and the one was pointing at the ground in front of them. Uh, oh yeah to get them to stop and look (laughs) (laughs) we used to do some weird things and like nowadays when i walk in the shops and you got those people trying to sell you charity and things like that whenever they try to stop me i'm like you're doing it wrong man you need some help (laughs) (laughs) you should do it to them you should point at the ground in front of them (laughs) i should should try that actually (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one i'm going to start teaching them yes (laughs) Cool. And one of the things you mentioned was that you had another topic for me and you teased a little bit and that is selling massage chairs. Oh, yeah. Now, I want you to talk about that today. That is today's episode. Clayton Navarro sells massage chairs. Tell me about that one. All right. So selling massage chairs was the one thing that I got to sell over the phone. This was very different for me because all my sales up until this point were face-to-face. So this one, it was really interesting. I just basically needed to do something else with my life. So I looked for a part-time job, found this job, and they told me that I'm selling massage chairs. And I thought, okay, cool, massage chairs, like four or $500, you just jump in a chair, something similar to what you jump in on, uh, you know, the shopping centers where you just pay $2 for. I was wrong. Uh, the minimum cost for one of these chairs was about $3,000. Whoa. And okay. you... Like the the high end chairs were about twelve thousand dollars. It's like you're in a little spaceship. It's crazy. They're crazy <laughs> yeah. little chairs. <laughs> yeah. Now, yep. the fun part about this was I had to try to sell a tactile thing, something that you're meant to feel over the phone. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. was insane altogether. It's like trying to tell a blind person what driving feel, what driving is like. Yeah. Yeah. So all the, everything I knew about sales had to be thrown out the window and then brought back in, in a different light. Mm -hmm. We were using 
the techniques that they taught us there were quite different. It was things like you're going to try and call the person, you'll sell them a little bit on it, and then you want to hang up the phone. Well, not hang up, but like end the conversation. And you actually, they wanted you to try and have about three or four conversations with the people before selling them the actual chair, which I found quite interesting. Uh, It was just different. Normally I was used to get a sale. Like you, you get them interested and you say, when you like, where's your credit card? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So do you mean three or four different phone calls that didn't end in a call to action or buy something? It's just having a chat. Yeah. So it would be a quick call. It would be like, Hey, hello. Thank you. All these calls were in, uh, they were already warm leads. So people had, in, expressed interest in some way online and then we'd give them a call. So it's not like I was calling every Tom, Dick and Harry being like, you need a massage chair. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. So I would basically give this person a call be like, Hey, thanks. You obviously showed some interest in the massage chair. Just wanted to find out a little bit about your needs. Once we found out about their needs, we would send them a document to that kind of fit their needs. And it would be probably about three or four chairs that were around their price point and we just leave it. We'd say, oh, I'll call you in about two or three days to make sure that you've got the uh, information and everything's all good to go. And then we would, after they did all that, oh, sorry, after they would look at it, we'd give them a call again to make sure that they understood what they were getting, make sure that they were excited about the product, and then hang up again, give them, send them another email, keep, try and keep, I don't know how we kept the interest up, but then we would call them the third time and that's when the sale would be made. I think what they were trying to do was trying to really create the lack in the person's life. They're getting constantly reminded that they need a massage chair. The target market, obviously, when it comes to sales, you need to know your target. The target that we were going for was people who were like obviously wheelchair bound or in the NDIS sector, someone that is disabled already or aging and needing to help with their mobility. So by having this call, slowly drip feeding them the information, it's almost like similar to what you mentioned last time, that whole idea of if people move towards what they're, what's moving away from them. Yep. And it was yep. just really interesting to see happen over a long period of time. How long are we talking from first call, second call, third call to purchase? This could be a week. It could be a month. Okay. Uh, yeah, the quickest, you'd never... You'd never see someone less than a week unless it was someone that was super excited, like, I need a massage chair today. It was yep. never yep. like that, especially because that's... people had to wait for delivery and things like that as well. Yeah, that's true. I guess doing it that way, there's a lot of qualifying mm. um, in phone calls. Um, you're probably avoiding things like buyer's regret because they didn't make a quick decision. They, they got time to you know, research the information or look at or talk to you about it. So did you often have people um, you know, making a decision afterwards that they didn't want it after they purchased it? Uh, only if things didn't work well. So no one would ever turn around and be like, I don't like my massage chair. It was like something went wrong or okay. the delivery was longer than they expected or something like okay. that. Yeah. Which had nothing to do with yeah. the purchase of the chair. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So what were some of the challenges you had? Trying, like like I said, these things are like spaceships. 
but then trying to match the needs with the person. For example, doing the full qualification of what you were talking about, if someone had a hip problem, you didn't want them want to sell them a chair that didn't move in the hips. So we had to try and, but that's the problem there is the higher end chairs are the ones that opened up. It was almost like it laid you down on your back and massaged you. Those kinds of chairs cost more, but then the people that have the hip problem are the ones that can't afford it. So, and then it's just trying to justify the price as well. That was a huge challenge. Tell someone to pay $8,000 for a chair and they go, I'll go get 80 massages instead. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, it's really trying to get that, trying to sell the long-term idea of, hang on, these chairs will last you X, Y, Z. And then doing what we used, what I was taught back when I was in sales was the, uh, what do they call it again? The, the bullet technique, I'm pretty sure they call it, where you basically always hold that extra bullet in your gun. So you can, if you need to close the sale, you've got that little bit of extra support. For example, with our, sale, with our when we were selling, selling the chairs, no one in the industry except for our company had a five-year warranty. Everyone else was selling a three-year warranty. But we always kept that held in our back pocket until someone goes, oh, you know what, I'm, like, I might, I'll think about it, I'll go somewhere else, or I'm not really feeling it. Yeah, I'll look, I'll try to twist the boss's arm. Let me just see if I can get you a five-year warranty. <laughs> oh, really? You're going to help me out like that? <laughs> of course, of course. Oh, uh, yeah, I see, what you, I see what you're doing there. So if they were saying, oh, I'm going to shop around, or I think I could probably get another chair, at a better price, you could hit them with the well. Just have you thought about the warranty? We've got a five-year warranty, and those yeah, other ones probably definitely. Yeah. And you just blame it on mechanics. And it's one of those things. Like if you're selling something that's people can go back on, then you can use the indifference of look. You can try someone else. You're not going to get a better deal. But if you're buying a massage chair, it's not like you can go try that massage chair and then give it back to them because we know that we're better. <laughs> You had to try and convince the person from the get-go that yours was the right um, choice. Mm, yeah, absolutely. So that was the challenge, I guess. The fact that you had to change the impulses that you were using yeah. to get people to make decisions quicker. And you were doing this all over the phone. So somebody couldn't try out the chair, is that right? No. So if they did want to try out the chair, we did luckily have a few partners around if you were in a main city metro area where we kind of underhandedly would go, go try out this chair. It's pretty much the exact same. And then give me a call back so I can give you a better price. (laughs) (laughs) So we actually had people walking into massage chair shops, trying the chair and then going, no, thank you. And walking off and calling us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just, oh, yeah. That'd be annoying. It's an interesting game. Oh, ridiculously. And then yeah. they'll give you a call and be like, yeah, I tried this. And they tried to sell me the chair and they said, and some client, like some customers, we would ask them, actually every customer would say, Hey, please don't let them know that you're, that we're going to give you a better deal because then obviously we're taking sales from our competitors who are also the people we're supplying a chair to. And eventually sometimes, or sometimes the customers would say, Oh, yeah, I'm getting a deal like this from these guys over here. Mm. And it would just it create a little bit of a thing. 
But no, it was a lot of fun. It was very interesting to try and navigate that world. Yeah. I'm trying, yeah. Was that your first phone sales role? It was, it was. I haven't, uh, except for selling phones. Ha, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> My yes. first... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> selling phones, phone sales. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was my first phone sales. And like I said, the it was just different. It was so different. I have a new level after that. I had a new level of respect for the telemarketers that give you a call and try and sell you something. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess the advantages you had was that you weren't cold calling people. You were calling people who'd already shown interest and were wanting you to call them. Is that right? Yeah, that was our advantage. The disadvantage is some people would just put their information down as an expression of interest and not really think about it. And for some reason, they had us calling people after hours. Like my shift started at, I think, 3 p.m. and finished at... 8.30, 8.30, 9 o'clock. Yep. So we're calling people during their dinner times and things like that. Yep. Well, the but thinking that behind that would be was that that's when they're free to talk, right? Yeah, it's when they're free to talk. It's when they're sitting down in a chair that's not massaging them. They're sitting down yeah. in a chair that's just <laughs> yeah. there. Wouldn't it be great <laughs> if you had a chair right now after a hard day at work? Yeah, okay. <laughs> how, uh, how, how long actually? Huh. Uh, how long did you last? Like, I used to get in trouble. Yeah, oh, I lasted. Oh, I got one of the things the ma- the company said was, "We want you to make sure you know what the chairs feel like, so you can sell this to people." I took that as I'm going to grab my laptop and sit in the chair for my whole shift. So <laughs> I did. <laughs> I would literally make phone calls while sitting in the chair, and people were like, "What's that buzzy in the background?" I'm like, oh, "I'm just getting a massage from the chair right now." <laughs> yeah, can you see how relaxed I am? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, how long did I last in that role? Yeah, yeah. So, how long I, did you So, I was only there for three months, which is a very short stint. The reason I got let go was because, uh, like I said at the start of this call, I was just looking for something else to do. I already had another job, and that other job was interfering with the massage chair sales. I was actually the second highest seller in the company, but they didn't like the fact that my phone didn't stop buzzing even though it was on silent. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> they just so they distracted everyone in the office. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too bad. <laughs> oh, well, I got to sell massage chairs. I got to make a little bit of extra money and it was amazing getting a massage pretty much every day of the week. That's pretty cool. That's oh, a good perk really? right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's cool. That's some good insights. Thanks for that. It's a good story. Um, I'm sure you have more sales stories you could share on this podcast. I do. I do. It depends on where you want me to go, what things you want me to pull out of the hat. Yeah. Well, we'll talk off air about that and we'll come up with some some topics for future uh, episodes. But yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. No worries. Thank you very much for bringing me back on. It's always fun. And I'm (laughs) glad that uh, I didn't. Yeah, I'm glad that your listeners are liking it too. (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm getting some good hits on these episodes. Awesome. Awesome Awesome. stuff. Cool. Thank you very much. Thanks, Clayton. Have a good day. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.